You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go Buffalo Chan. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Okay, just in the last few minutes it has been announced the Bills are losing Tremaine Edmonds to the Bears. And so our timing here ideal to have Sal Capaccio with us just in the wake of this breaking announcement. And Sal, I mean, we kind of knew the score when it came to Edmonds and the Bills. He was, uh, everybody thought, in great position to do well, very well in free agency. This is like very, very well to a Bears team that we also knew, uh, you know, had a lot of money to spend and a lot of room. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, for sure, guys. Give me one second. Sorry here. Just uh, speaking of the score, I think they're trying to call me from Chicago, and I got to hit this button to tell them to stop. I'm on the <laughs> air on. right now. Um, anyway, so let's call one yes, of their guys. This makes right sense. Now. Right. Um, hold on one second. So yeah, there you go. So now, okay. Sorry, my 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 fault. All right. So yes, Tremaine Edmonds goes to the Bears. I he was kind of a guy that um, you know they. The Bears had been rumored to be in on, but then they signed Edwards from the Eagles. Right. And I thought that meant they were out on Tremaine Edmonds. Obviously not. They didn't give Edwards a huge deal. They're both middle linebackers, but, you know, in this day and age, you can kind of move guys around and things things like that. You know what I mean? So uh, it seems like, you know, the Bears are loading up. The Bears have made a lot of moves. So let's talk about what this means for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, five years in Buffalo. Drafted him in the first round in 2018. Um, becomes a nice player for them. He's got a couple Pro Bowls under his belt. Obviously, they would have loved to have retained him. That's draft, develop, retain. That's the philosophy of the organization. But you can't do that with everyone. Now we're getting to the point where these guys are getting too expensive. They're playing into their fourth, fifth years. You're going to have to try and resign them. Bills don't do that. Uh, they do have Matt Milano back on an extension. Well, not even back, but he ha- he's going to be here for a little while longer. And now the Bills have to figure out what to do in the middle of their defense. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to know. Maybe someday we'll find out. I wouldn't anticipate it being soon. Like just how how far they were willing to go, you know, like how how much the Bears blew them out of the water, if it if that's a, a phrasing to use, you know. Like I wonder what the limit was for the Bills on Edmonds because I, I know they valued him and I and I appreciate like the things that he does do for that defense and what he's meant to that defense. But you know, you mentioned Milano, Sal, and you you were on you were on track there, like thinking that 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 was something that they might want to do to free up some room, um, and even solidify his standing with the team. So that happened over the weekend with the with the a couple of years added on to the tail end of his deal. I just never thought it would make a lot of sense to have, you know, him at a, on a on a pretty big contract and then Edmonds on an even bigger contract in the middle of your defense. Yeah, Matt Milano gets more money too. Added on, he was going to count thirteen million on the cap this year. Uh, he had a base salary of over nine million dollars. Um, reportedly, it's fourteen million dollars or so in new money for him. So good for him. But that allows the team to spread it out a little bit. They can lower his cap number this year. I think they cleared probably around um, over six million dollars on the salary cap 
you know, for his signing. But yeah, I had heard that the Bills were doing something with Matt Milano. They were interested in at least to do something with his contract. So I took a look and said, okay, this is what makes sense, right? What makes sense is he had two more years left and then two void years. What that means is the Bills would pay for those years, but he wouldn't be under contract. That's just a way to spread out the money. They basically took those void years put him under contract and that made it a lot easier to give him more money so they could spend the money down the road a little bit easier. Um, you know, from my understanding, basically this came down to did Matt Milano just want it, Did he want to hit free agency in two years at the age of 30 or was he okay staying in Buffalo until really his off season age 32, where he probably won't get any really sort of huge money deal at the linebacker at that position. Mm-hmm. Ultimately decided that obviously staying in Buffalo, making it, getting the money now. And I'll be honest with you guys, I think cementing a legacy possibly here. Like, this is a player that now already has one first-team All-Pro. He could be, if he plays out this contract, he'll be 10 years with the Bills. A first-team All-Pro with the success this team has had. I think this is, like, one of the, this could be, he could be considered an all-time Bills great, essentially, after this contract runs out. So it's Milano going forward and not Edmonds. Sal, I don't know if you know this. Yeah. I know you know a lot, but Edmonds is very young. For yes. <laughs> his experience level. Thanks. You know, first round pick, I want to say that both Edmonds gave them value for a mid first round pick. Like he was not at all a bust. He played all the time. You know, he was all over the field. Not a perfect player, certainly a player that fans had all kinds of different opinions about. I do kind of think you, you, there were times when you wanted more, you know, from Edmonds, yeah. but um, in five years, he did a lot for the Bills. He did. He's a good player. Um, I don't know if he ever rose to the status of... Uh, the issue is this, with Tremaine Edmonds. And, you know, I, st- I told you, Chicago Radio's calling me, and they're gonna. I'm going to go on with them later. They're going to ask me about Tremaine Edmonds. Here's exactly what I'm going to tell them, guys. I'm going to say, he's a really good player. Like, he's one of the better middle linebackers in this league, and he's super athletic, and he can do a lot. But he's never risen to making the game-changing, impactful plays that you hope a guy in his position drafted where he was is able to make. Now, maybe they tap into that somehow in Chicago, whatever that looks like. But that's been the issue with him. I would also say he has gotten overwhelmed by bigger offensive linemen at times. We've seen that. You know, he's a tall guy. He's not a super big guy. You know, what he does and gives you in ranginess and length and athleticism, he lacks in point-of-attack strength. And I don't know if that's going to get any better with him because he is a really tall guy and he is 25 years old. As much as he's young, no, he's probably, that's probably tapped out on him. Maybe he gets a little stronger, but that's always been the knock on him. You know, going back his rookie year, always a little late to diagnose things. I think he's gotten a lot better there. I don't think he's great at it, but I think he's gotten better there. So, but still getting to the point of attack, still being a guy that kind of got a little swallowed up by some of the bigger guys, not necessarily by size, but by strength. But I'm not going to sit here and knock his career in Buffalo. He's been a nice player for them. And I think the Bills would have loved to retain him. And I think that it would have been nice for the Bills to keep him. He's getting $18 million a year, though. And I just think that's too much for the Bills to pay. And obviously, they must have felt the same. That is Bulldog. Uh, if you want to come in here next, exactly what Brad Spielberger predicted he would get. When 18? He, 18 to 19 a year. He was hearing that at the Combine. So yeah. um, that I, turned I, out. I, I wonder, I mean, not not that it's of grave importance to us, but I'll be curious to see how the Bears will use him. Because, Sal, you referenced, yep. who's the player from Philadelphia? His name is escaping me. Uh, Edwards, JT Edwards, Ed- TJ Edwards. Okay. TJ Edwards. Yeah. yeah. TJ, like, sorry. I, 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 
when when they signed him, I like you thought, well, the Bears are probably out on Edmonds. Maybe that makes it yep. more likely the Bills can keep him. At least maybe one suitor out. I, I wonder if they will try to use Edmonds in different ways than the Bills did, right? Like because he is a big athletic guy, and maybe they envision like moving him around the board a little bit more than having him just be like a space eater. And I know that, how that sounds. Like you think of a space eater like a like a nose tackle, but Really, I think Edmonds' value lie in taking away passing lanes with his length and and his coverage ability. And this year, the grades finally sort of met the athleticism and and thus the big contract. I just wonder how they're going to use this player because eighteen million is a lot of money for a guy that hasn't been in line to make a lot of splash plays for the Bills and simply didn't make a lot of splash plays. I wonder if they'll give him more opportunity to, you know, come come off the edge kind of thing or, or even, you know, blitz up the middle. Just use him in different ways because otherwise I think you're kind of lighting money on fire. Yeah, you know, I've said this to you guys before. Um, I think Tremaine Edmonds' true position in the NFL is a 3-4 inside linebacker. I don't think he's a true 4-3 middle but he's not an outside line. He's not an edge rusher, right? But you're right. You, know, you could move him around. But I think he's a 3-4 guy. I think he's a guy that you want him in the middle. You want that length. You want him to be able to, you know, kind of put his arms out and cover the middle of the field there when teams are trying to dump it down. And at the same time, it allows him to kind of go up and downhill. He's not horrible at it. He does, like I said, get swallowed up sometimes. But when you're right in the middle of the defense, you know, now you're A-gap to A-gap. That's a little bit tougher. Um I, the, but the Bears don't run that defense, and they're not going to run that defense. They're a 4-3 team, so it is interesting. Yeah. What are they going to do? Um, I, I wonder if one of them moves to a different spot, a strong side or a will, uh, whether that's Edwards or Edmonds. But related, I, I've seen a lot of talk from Bills fans over the last you know 48 hours since the Milano extension about moving Matt Milano to middle. And I'm here to tell you, look, I get the thought. I, I'm not making fun of anyone who says that. I just can't see it happening. Matt Milano can play Mike linebacker. He, I, I think he could play the position, but he's a much better will linebacker because he would have to go up and downhill a little bit more. He would have to have more on his plate to not be able to go sideline to sideline. He is really good where he is. He's a first team all pro where he is. He's also only six foot two twenty five. Now look, the game has changed. We know that you're not looking for Mike Singletary's anymore in the middle or Ray Lewis's. The he, he could do it. You could, you could have a smaller guy in the middle and go, go sideline to sideline, but he's going to take more punishment, and I don't think that's something the Bills are interested in Matt Milano. So it is an interesting thought because you do wonder what they're going to do at that spot now. Well, let's just move on with that. Like, I don't know if you have a player or sort of like a dollar figure. You're, you're talking already about style of player. The Bills have to figure out how to replace him. Okay, so you guys remember like towards the end of the year, I said I think what the Bills might need to do here is look for more of that thumper. Look for someone that might be more of a compliment to Matt Milano. And I, I wonder if they're going to do that. Look, there's always A.J. Klein who's been nice in that role. He's not Tremaine Edmonds. He's not a necessarily a 17-game starter. But I think he's done well in that role when he's been asked to do it. The Bills did draft Terrell Bernard last year in the third round. He's actually more of the same kind of guy, though. He's more of the Milano-Edmonds guy than he is the plugger. However, it's a third-round pick, and you wonder, you know, is that the kind of guy that they're going to say, we're going to use this asset because we, you know, we spent this asset on him, so that's what we're going to do here. So I wouldn't be able to tell you a name necessarily, Mike. I would say, I mean, you know, some, are they going to go out and sign Bobby Wagner? I can't see that. I mean, they just, 
they let Tremaine go for that price. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to want to use that kind of money to allocate to the position. You can get a guy like an A.J. Klein on a more of a, a minimum type deal. You can have a guy like Terrell Bernard that you as on a rookie contract. To me, those are probably more of the options here than signing a, a, a big-name guy. But I think they might want more of the downhill guy to play middle linebacker. Sal Capaccio on the West Her Hotline. The, the, the uh, Bills sign guard Connor McGovern. There are two in the NFL. Yeah. That's confusing, but the Bills get one of them, one of the Connor McGoverns from Dallas, uh, immediate starter, four years in the league. This makes sense. We thought they'd attack line. They're doing it. Yeah, for sure. Um, McGovern is a guy who fits the Buffalo Bills profile to a T. He is really versatile. He can basically play all five positions on the line. I mean, maybe not left tackle. I think he played a little right tackle. He was moved to right tackle. So four out of the five, I'd say. He did play a little right tackle for the Cowboys in a pinch. He has played. He can play both guard spots, and he can be a center as well. But here's the other part. He can actually play like fullback, H-back, like a Reggie Gilliam-type role. He's done that in in Dallas. And I'm not predicting the Bills are necessarily going to put him in that role, but it's a nice guy to have to be athletic to be able to move around. He's considered much more of a pass blocker than he is a run blocker. And... The Bills struggled. What's funny is if you go back to McDermott, I think it was, who said it. I can't remember. around. Was it? I think it might have been around combine time, and I, I, I forget exactly. But he mentioned like pressure up the middle, interior pressure. He got a pressure a little bit too early. I think that's why they focus on this. They got a more known pass blocker in the middle of their offensive line to help Josh Allen not get that pressure too early to have to bail out of the pocket. What did Brandon Bean say? Too many hits. Josh had to, you know, Josh last year, if that one thing that we could fix is that happening. Well, that happens because he's bailing out of the pocket and a little more, you know, susceptible to those things. So this makes sense why the Bills would make a move like this. You know, it's an interesting pivot, though, because right last year wasn't Saffold brought in as kind of the opposite of that? Yeah, he was. It's interesting. Um, he was brought in to be, we want to be able to run the ball a lot better. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, you know, um, you you react to the way things go. And Saffold didn't help that much in either regard as towards the end of the season. I think he just really struggled a lot. Uh, maybe they feel that, you know, and the, the Bills did run the ball pretty well last year. You know, I gave you guys the stat. James Cook, if he has 11 more carries, he's literally the top running back in the league in yards per carry at 5.7. Um, he just didn't have enough to qualify. He did a really good job there. Maybe they feel like they've done a nice job with their scheme and Aaron Cromer coaching where, hey, you know what? we can. And it's not like Connor McGovern can't run block, right? So, hey, th- we can get a guy here who can help us there, but really what we need is someone to protect because you're right, Bulldog. This seems like a little bit of a change of philosophy from a year ago. It's also, for this team, relatively speaking, a change of pace. Any running play, any any handoff is that. So it's just the, the, sort of a built-in advantage for teams that are so good throwing the ball when it comes to um, their run game. Sal, how about uh, backup quarterback here with Case Keenum going to Houston? I don't think that's necessarily surprising that he wouldn't be back, but we didn't know for sure. What are the Bills going to want to do? Will it be someone else like they've done in Keenum and Trubisky with experience, even playoff experience if that matters? Or is there some reason to think Allen being another year older um, that they would look in a different for a different type uh, at quarterback or backup quarterback rather? Well, let's remember they do have Matt Barkley on the roster. 
Um, you know, he satisfies to me what they like having a veteran guy, another veteran in the building. But you, but Barkley just screams like another practice squad type guy. Is he the guy that's going to come in and be able to win, you know, three out of four games if something happens to Josh Allen? I'm not really sure if they feel that about him. Um, there's two ways they can go here. They've pretty much operated by the philosophy of if something happens to Allen, we need somebody with experience to come in to keep the ship afloat because we're trying for the number one seed and any one loss can cost us that. The other way to go about it as we've talked about do they want to go and grab somebody young to develop him i just feel that if you do that what's the point because he's not playing in his rookie deal he's not playing in his first four years yeah you developed him then what well you have an asset that would be nice but if he has to come in for josh allen eh, you know now you're actually relying on a rookie backup quarterback to win games it never it's never felt like the bills really wanted to go that route but i wouldn't I wouldn't dismiss it, obviously. They may feel like maybe the time has come to be able to do that. And, you know, maybe you look two, three years down the road. If Josh starts to take a little more punishment and you've developed somebody, maybe you have somebody that can come in in case something does happen to him. All right. Um, Just seeing Pat Leonard, New York Daily News, reporting that the Giants have interest in Cole Beasley. That's interesting. Um, Let's see. So there could be more today. I know when we talked earlier today, I'm like, what do you want to do? We're not into the Sabers game until six thirty. So um, if there's anything else, we'll uh, we'll you know hopefully if you're on the score at the time we contact you, you'll be able to just don't blow up that interview. I, I have yeah. to tell you, here's what happened. I, I kind of screwed up. They texted me right when I was coming on you, and he said, "Hey, can you come on with us? We're on the air until six p.m. Central, which is obviously seven obviously seven p.m. our time." I misread it as saying, "Can we call you at that time?" So I said yes. Yeah. So they called me as I was going on with you because I. <laughs> They, you know what I mean? It was like they wanted me right now. And I'm like, oh, and then I kind of went back. And that's why I had to text the guy. And I felt bad. But it was because I had to text the guy and say, I'm sorry. I'm going on the air now. You can call me. But they're going to be asking. I mean, the Bears have made a lot of moves. I think the question is, really, it's not even with the Bills. I mean, they could do anything. Does, does this Aaron Rodgers thing become official before 6 o'clock when I might come on with you again? I don't know. I mean, this is unbelievable with this guy again. I'll say yes. I'll take the under if the line is 6. Okay. All right. Uh, I think so, too, by the momentum of it, the way it looks and the way it feels. I'd probably go that route, but at the same time, I think I've thought that for a while and it still hasn't happened. Right. Yeah, I would have said the under whatever we thought like two years ago. How long will it be before he's off the Packers? I would have thought, oh, it'll be pretty soon. (laughs) He's still not. All right. Thank you, Sal. You got it. There you go. There's our Sal Capaccio, maybe just for the first time today. Uh, on the Western Hotline, his appearances are brought to you by New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? All right. Well, it's not uh, at all surprising that Edmonds basically priced himself out uh, here. And so, wish him well. Is it a good investment by the Bears? I mean, the Bears have tons of money here, like record amounts. And so if that's my team, I'd be wanting them to spend it. Like, this is good. And you can't get only wide receivers. <laughs> so, you know, fine. But I don't really need the Bills to be a team that is breaking records for contracts to inside linebackers. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I, I think, you know, more than one thing can be true at once. I think this has been a good player, an important player, and I think it's a hole that they'll need to fill. But right from the start. I mean, even really, I would even say going back. When did Milano sign a fit? Like it was two years ago. I think so. And and they, and they got that done with him. And I just felt like that right then. I might have even said it. The clock is ticking on Edmonds because you know you've got 
You've got big money now tied up in one of your linebackers. What are the chances you can afford to do that for two guys at that, you know, at, at, at a similar position? I know they play different spots on the field. I just never thought it was that likely, and I, I don't know. I'm, I think they'll miss him, and it's and it's a hole to fill. But I'm relieved that they didn't get him to take fifteen million dollars. Say if like that was their line, you know, if they had a, a figure in 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 mind. I think that just would have been too much coupled with Milano to spend on linebackers. If this isn't fair, you'll tell me. I mean, I feel like the Bills with a lot of players, especially including Milano, and you know, think of Knox who got a contract last summer uh, before he was up. They plan ahead. Like if if they is this not fair? If they thought Edmonds was vital or relatively speaking that to their team. He would have been signed a year ago. Like, they would have figured out a way, maybe, mm-hmm. then. I mean, the, you could still have a player who thinks, no, I'm going to break records in free agency. There's, I'm not, I'm not even going to have the conversation. But with other players, like, of course, Allen, but with other players, the Bills got, got ahead on it and didn't get to a point where we're at here. And that's why just saying it, it, it's, in, it's insufficient to just say, well, they don't have the money. Because... They, like a good team would do, they plan out where they're going to spend, how they're going to spend. And so I don't, I don't feel like they, I, I'm sure they've been preparing for this maybe for more, for a long time. Yeah, that, they, they, they might have very matter if it, it's possible um, that they tried to get him signed to some number. You know, I, I don't know if it's as, as big as 15, uh, but, you know, ahead of time, you know, before last season, you know, give the player some security and, you know, it's not going to be your market value, but, you know, we value you. It's possible that they just thought that's too much money on linebackers, period. Sort of like on a, on a very entry-level way, like I'm saying, we know we can't afford these two guys. Maybe even when they kept Milano, they knew, like, all right, well, let's enjoy Edmonds while we have him because there's no way we can pay two linebackers that much money. I don't know that they think that, but I always sort of suspected it. And so, yeah, I, I think what you're saying is fair. Like, they, they may have known all along. We're, we're not, you know, whether we can't. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And do it is another question. Do we want to spend that much money on linebackers? And maybe the answer all along has been no. If it weren't that way, they would have maybe done something with them a long time ago, not gotten gotten themselves into this moment where like they just right. couldn't do it. 803-0550 for your calls. We are pretty open the rest of the day. We want to be... Here for any new signings, any new announcements, good or bad when it comes to the Bills or around the NFL, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, maybe, whatever happens with him and the other big ones, we're just going to sort of stay loose and plan on talking about talking about these things as they happen. Uh, maybe we'll talk to Sal again. 6.30 is Sabres pregame. We'll have Paul Hamilton on then. The Sabres are in Toronto. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Lines open for you, as I'm saying. This is WGR. The Chicago Bears and new general manager Ryan Poles are making some significant noise today. Sources say they are signing Tremaine Edmonds, the star linebacker formerly of the Buffalo Bills, to a massive deal. He gets four years, $72 million with Chicago, $50 million guaranteed, which is 69% of its overall value, the largest four-year contract for an inside linebacker in the NFL. This deal negotiated by Todd France of Athletes First and the Chicago Bears. Ian Rappaport, the Bills lose Tremaine Edmonds to Chicago in a massive free agent signing that won't be official for two days, but exciting uh, day for football fans. The Bills have a signing of their own, guard Connor McGovern. 803-0550 for your calls. It's been busy. Bulldogs' most hated NFL team is on the board with Atlanta signing Bengals safety Jesse Bates. Mm. It's an important player for Cincinnati. It's a big name, yeah. Oh, I saw a, on Grand Island, not even like driving around Philly, I saw a car with a Falcons license plate and oh. like a vanity plate about the Falcons. Really into the Atlanta Falcons. And I think... The license plate frame. Everything. Wow. That is some devotion right there is what that is. Who knew anybody Maybe was so... Maybe that person so... has played for the team or something. Probably, right? Yeah, probably. Who knew anybody was so into the Atlanta Falcons? You know what? That reminds me. Of course you do. Remember that guy who complained, the oddest complaint we've ever gotten, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Yes. That why are we so hateful toward the Arizona Cardinals all the time? Right. Which was like... You have to be certifiable to think that. If to ever listen to our show for more than five seconds, maybe in like a five-second moment, I'd be like, I hate the Cardinals. And somebody thinks, this show hates the Cardinals. And like, complains. If it were about the Falcons, I would get it. 
because you really right. do no, hate sure, the Falcons. Yeah, that's been that's been a years long campaign of just pointless, unprovoked hatred of the Falcons. That's yeah. how I would describe myself. And so, if somebody Falcons. called in, it was like, "What is the problem with you guys?" Because they would say, "Think it was both of us," or they would say, mm-hmm. "It was me." Yep. Uh, and the Atlanta Falcons, we'd have to be like, "I don't." We'll explain it. We'll tell you. The Cardinals, way off. Yeah, that was that was really out of nowhere. Way off. Yeah. Here's Bill with us. Hi, Bill. What's your guys' problem with Tom Brady and the New England Patriots? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think we all, all have a problem with the Patriots and uh, Tom Brady. Um, it was guy, all the losing, mostly. It was all the losing. <laughs> losing to them was the problem, right? Forever. <laughs> with my, my, what's your problem with Don Shula and Dan Marino? I mean, where are we going with the, the yes. Cardinals or the Falcons? Um, my question is this. Ever since they drafted Edmonds, Bean picked him in the first round. And, and ever since they drafted him, they were saying how young he was out of college. And we had him at, you know, he was the youngest, I don't know, maybe the youngest linebacker in the league when they drafted him. He's got all these years to grow. And when he gets to the second contract, he's still going to be so young and so much developing still to, to be this great linebacker for us. And they let, they let him go. And Ed Oliver is a first-round pick and has not lived up to his status either. Um, and he's probably going to be gone this year unless he plays lights out. So those, those are two first-round picks that being picked. And they're pro, one's gone, one's probably going to be gone. And what does that say about his drafting? I mean, it's, it's a horrible look. That they're, they're letting both these guys go. It kind of tells me that the guys he picked in the first round is not all about the money. It's just they're not very good. Yeah, um, I, 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 don't, know, I, I don't see it like that at all, Bill, actually. I mean, it, 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 this is going to sound like something the Bills would say, but it's right. If they get a contract like this, it's not like they're bad players. I mean, this guy has been on the field for the Bills, Edmonds, throughout four of their best seasons they've ever had. Like, he is, or five, right? I mean, it was trading up in the first round, which I hate. But did they get value out of him? Yeah. And his leaving for a record contract, I mean, that is not the measure of whether you made a good draft pick. <laughs> whether your guy, you know, you sign him to that record contract. You can't You can't always do that. They, sign, they drafted someone else in that round who they've signed to a $40 million a year thing. So, I don't know. Oliver's the same. Like, they're not bad players. It really, to me, it's a, it's a matter of whether or not you want to be drafting, how much defense you want to be drafting, right? Like, this is this could be, I hope it is, a turning point for them. I think it almost has to be, where you, you let's get let's get let's get over that. You know, let's move to offense. Offense is why you win or not. And maybe you could say they've neglected it. They've been really good, so they haven't neglected anything too much. I would say that's, that's almost harsh. Just the word is harsh, but. Yeah, like, what does it say about his drafting that Edmonds left to Chicago for a massive contract? I mean, I don't think it says anything bad, does it? Yeah, it's a, I'm, I'm having, like, philosophically struggling to understand the point. A player who is valued to the point that he gets this massive free agent contract was a bad pick. I mean, it's not a great look that you couldn't keep him if you valued him, but... He play, he played his way to a contract that you can't afford to pay because you're paying other guys. That's not a bad draft pick. It it might be bad planning. <laughs> um, it, it might be um, that they should have been more proactive, like you were saying towards the end of the last segment, to get something done with him before it got to the point where he was going to get eighteen million dollars a year on the open market. But 
And it's a weird flex to me that you, you've whiffed on a pick because he left for $18 million a year. Um, I, I don't think that really makes sense. It, it's not good. It doesn't help you. But I don't think it's a negative towards Bean's acumen or the Bills' ability to identify players to draft. It's almost really the opposite. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Uh, here's Ethan next. Hi, Ethan. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call again. I appreciate you guys uh, always uh, taking my call. Thank Are, you. We appreciate you listening and calling. You have a, you have a, a good success rate? Getting on? Uh, pretty good, yeah. 100%. Right. So I really appreciate it. Wow. That's good to know. <laughs> and uh, just wanted to talk about that one caller just now. Uh, I don't think you could ever describe Edmonds as a bad pick. That was a good pick. So, But anyways. And then uh, so there is one free agent signing I think that could just slot right in. I, I'd say uh, Aziz Al-Shair from the Niners would be a pretty good pickup. I, I definitely don't think he would command that much money as like Edmonds did. Like what, what was it, 18 million a year? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I would think Aziz would uh, slot in pretty well. I don't. I don't know if you would have to move Milano, but I would think he he was a he's he's at a FAU. He's an undrafted free agent, and he's just taken leaps and bounds, like kind of like what Ed, Edmonds has done. But like from last year to this year, he's he was pretty good. And unfortunately, he's the odd man out in the uh, Niners uh, linebacking core because it's Greenlaw and Warner, and then him. So I would think that would be a pretty good. Uh, Pick up for the Bills. Okay. Thanks, Ethan. How do you like Ethan? He's never not gotten on. There's got to be some people out there like, what the hell is this guy saying to Zach? <laughs> that gets him right through. Is he related to Zach? Because I'm out here calling every nice. day, <laughs> and I can't nice. get on at all. You know? My mom was complaining about this. Getting through? Yeah. She said, how, how come I can't get through to your show? I'm like, I don't know. I have nothing to do with that. I bet when I bet when her grandson is producing on Thursday, she'll have more success. <laughs> this is Grammy. Oh, hey, Grammy. Let me put you on hold to talk to Michael. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? We'll even screen her. No, just right through. Right yeah. through. Right through. Right through, I yeah. bet. And we'll see what happens with maybe Ethan should try that. Take the Joe challenge on uh, Thursday or Friday. He did a nice job Friday. on Friday. He should. He should. Yeah. Joe oh, he was... worked, thir- uh, worked Friday. That's right. He was here Friday, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I say that. I, I mean, I wasn't in there or anything, but, I mean, it just seemed like everything went smoothly. <laughs> did my mom call in? <laughs> no, I did not you? talk to your mom on Friday no, that, that, I, that I, I recall. Neither did I. I was driving to Philadelphia. Oh, Friday morning, I did it. I played poker. Live poker. Oh, right. It waited until Friday morning. Th- this casino went to, I don't need to name it, there were a, approximately an infinite amount of tables at this casino 95% of which I could have sat on because they were empty. No one's working. There was no game. But in the poker room, it was like an hours-long wait. Wow. So um, we didn't get to play until Friday morning. But we I did play Friday morning for about an hour, won some money. Uh, I was drinking coffee, and when I won my biggest pot, I felt my hands shaking a little bit. But it was good. It was uh, friendly and successful. Yes. And I'm ready to do it again. And I texted my friend Mike, who plays a lot of live poker. I'm like, I did it, and it went well. He's like, mornings are the easiest. Mm, so like, you, you didn't play for real. If you play right in the morning, to right there to tear you down. Right this, there. This guy's supposed to be your friend. Come on. I know. How about a little support? Right there to tell me why it wasn't that good. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I'm proud of. I'll you. call my 
my dad if I want that. There, I got both parents into the segment. That's a first. That's tied for the most. Two. Let's take a break. Thanks for the call, Ethan. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Sabres and Leafs tonight, 6.30 pregame on WGR. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, welcome back. We'll be talking mostly NFL and the Bills. We've lost Tremaine Edmonds to the Bears today. Added guard Connor McGovern from Dallas. And whatever else happens here between now and, well, 6.30 at least. That's our our plan is to do uh, Sabres pregame then because that's what we do. It's an hour before the game. Sabres at Toronto. The Sabres have three road games this week after a very difficult week last week. They are in Toronto tonight, Wednesday, and then Friday at the much more manageable and friendly 7 o'clock start times, uh, Washington and Philadelphia, respectively. And they're home for three more starting Sunday afternoon, Boston. Just Yeah, tough week. I mean, we went from Tuesday, hey, big four-point game, <laughs> to like unrealistic winning percentage to yeah. get to the playoffs. In three or four days, that happened. The whole thing just ran off the cliff. Yeah, pretty just much. speeded off the cliff yeah. uh, last week. Well, Emphati- if they... Emphatically, too, with a 10-4 loss at yes. home, in which they really just gave up. If they win these this week, it might look different. So uh, mm-hmm. let's just be hopeful. Patrick Peterson to Pittsburgh. It's been announced. Okay. Cornerback who... They had a hole. They lost a guy to Detroit early in the day, right? Yes, Cam Sutton. Thank you. Right. Doug Farrar gave that signing an A+. Plus. Ooh. Sutton, not the Peterson signing. I bet that, depending on the money, you might do very badly. But Cam Sutton to Detroit got an A-plus for the Lions. That's that's good. That's a guy whose approval you want, I think. Doug. I love Doug. Loves him. One of my favorites. Top how many? we gotta get. We got to get back in good. I don't know. We're, we're, Zach, we're not in good standing with Doug. What, like, what has happened there? Really? He, I think I had, might not be. I don't know. I think he hasn't answered, he hasn't answered calls. We're, we're missing out. We're, we're, we're in arrears on Doug. You know what? Maybe one of us should just promote a book he wrote. Just, just, just <laughs> randomly tweet how much you liked one of his books. Maybe that'll, that'll help. Yeah, that's too bad. I didn't know that. Here is Mike with us. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. Um, I just had a question. I, you know, I've been uh, pondering since basically the Super Bowl and really the last year or two, and I was kind of curious what your take on it was. And, you know, if, if you think it's something that might, teams might start doing. And, you know, over the last few years, we've seen offenses are carrying the league. It's an offense-driven league. That's, you know, that's where all the championships are coming from, are from the top offenses. And I'm kind of curious why teams are still putting a lot of big money onto the defensive side of the ball instead of trying to stack their offense. Um, because, you know, the last couple of years, the top defenses in the league aren't winning. Like Kansas City has... You know, they're not even like a top 15 defense, and they're still winning. They're still getting there, you know. They barely have to stop people because their offense is so potent. So I'm curious, like, offering Von Miller so much money, giving, you know, Trey Day or Poyer, you know, all these big contracts, wouldn't it be worth it to just put all that money on the offensive side of the ball and, you know, get get decent defensive players where you can? But I don't know. It just To me, it's like, why aren't they, why aren't they going out for – two or three premium receivers, and then I know running backs aren't a big deal, but, hey, it's a weapon. Another, like, put all your money there 
instead of worrying about the defense, which always, you know, seems to fold anyway with the way the league goes. What do, what do you guys think about that? You know, Mike, um, this is an interesting debate and topic. It's been one maybe forever, and it's certainly one we've had many times. I mean, this this show has stumped hard for offense for kind of like how you're talking. If you didn't know, um, you can't only that all do just that. Sounds too extreme. Yeah, you know, right? Like you can't only do that. Only right. ever do that. Many of the top teams in the NFL, including the Bills, by the way, were excellent on defense. San Francisco was number one in team defense. Buffalo was number two. Bengals were top five. So it's not like it's completely meaningless. There are times when I'll, in passing, talk like that. Um, And I generally agree. Of course I do. I mean, I absolutely do. That offense is where it's at. And I think the Bills probably, I'm hoping, are at the point where now it's time to do that. Because their offense has not been... Short Careful. of excellent. It's, <laughs> right. it's been excellent with what they've had. I think how it ended maybe sort of was an awakening for maybe them. We'll see. But for yeah. a lot of people, okay, well, we need to be better. Uh, more weapons, offensive line. and Von, Von Miller was, you know, you, you can't possibly, I mean, I, somebody out there is going, he's had injuries. I was worried about it. And here we, okay, congratulations. You, you, you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Claim, claim that spot. Claim that turf. You can have it. Um, Miller was working, right? Like, everyone on the defensive line's performance was lifted by his presence, and he went out, and that changed. So... I don't know. I would I would do that again. You know, again, there's no knowing that the guy's going to get hurt like he did, and you know that's that's a risk you take. But um, I I I I think that was a was a signing that was was doing what what it was intended to do for you. So I don't want to swing, you know, completely uh, away from defense. But I'm 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 ready to prioritize getting you know more skill and speed on this offense over doing that, which is part of the reason why I mean my biggest concern about all this, even more than what they're going to do with running back, 
was that they were going to spend $15 million or more on Tremaine Edmonds. I was really legitimately worried about it. And so I'm feeling good. I don't know what they're going to do instead, but I'm glad that they didn't do that today. Yes, uh, right. Thanks, Mike. Like, so far, as free agency is just starting, we'll have, what what do we have? We have a signing on offense, and this point Bulldog makes about Edmonds. So, um, yeah, I think you might get what you want this, uh, this offseason. Early to say that, but we'll see. Thank you, Mike. Once again, Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, 803-0550 to join us back after sports on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 